Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace to Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no Justice League. What's the need to be civil for? Propel like the juggernaut, playing no stopping. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Everybody, this is Fury's Reaction Reviews, and today we got two special guests. Uh, we have Crazy Eddie Gray, local Cleveland artist. What's happening, my man? What is happening? What's happening? Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, all right. And then we have my man, Will, Black Fox 447, coming all the way from Nashville. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? All right, all right. Hanging in. Hanging in. <laughs> so today <laughs> we are recapping uh hbo max's peacemaker uh I, yeah this, this joint here and in this we can talk as it goes on because i took the sound i've before. enjoyed this show so much <laughs> it, it, it is that it has been i i have i'm with you on that crazy it was it has been a wonderful i wish it had more episodes but a wonderful first run as far as the season right. goes i loved it yeah uh, there's so much to unpack with this show because it's been what it was eight episodes, eight episodes. yeah, eight episodes. And when I say damn, I you know, I was never really big on John Cena, I really, never, <laughs> I, I really, but and you know, as a wrestler, just you know, I mean, I didn't hate him or anything, but when I say impressed, some of the stuff, yeah, he, yeah, was doing. He had I, more I, I range done. than I ever gave him credit for. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, his his range. I have to give. I mean, I give a little bit of credit to James Gunn uh, to let him yeah. see me kind of run with it. 
because I mean, we saw a little bit of it in the Suicide Squad movie, but not to this extent. And right, that right. just made me kind of appreciate his acting chops a little bit more off the show. Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen him in things like you know, Daddy's Home, uh, too, and uh, just little pieces here, there. And, and, and I did enjoy him in the Suicide Squad because, good lord, did they need that that whole franchise to take care of? Uh, <laughs> so they really need that that franchise taken care of. But the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about the intro mm-hmm. is, hold on, who, who's who's it? Yeah, the beautiful thing about the intro is the choreographer, it was told to the choreographer that they wanted people who did not have dancing background, no dancing experience whatsoever, you know? Right. And you would never believe the the stuff they were doing, okay? (laughs) It was funny to me. It was just funny to me because I was just like, you, see, you first see this intro and you're just like, come on, man. Really? You know, and then you see it, you're like, oh. And then they're playing this the song, uh, the, the uh, Do You Want to Taste It, which is by Wigwam, which they're the mm-hmm. overseas like glam rock band. Yeah. They made that right. song just a couple years ago. And one thing I say about James Gunn, the man knows how to pick a, a score. He knows how to mm-hmm. pick some good music. Who, if it's not him, it's somebody in his camp because he does the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. So right. when they, so the wife went home, and you know this was obviously right around pandemic ish time, and she's practicing at home with her husband. Do you know who her husband is? No. Hmm. Alan too. Wow. <laughs> wow. Alan Tudyk is to, I don't want to say blame, but is to give credit <laughs> for creating that entire dance routine <laughs> with his wife. And, and <laughs> Alan Tudyk's been in everything. Right now he's in residential uh, Resident Alien, which is a great show that's on Sci-Fi mm-hmm. Channel. Okay. Um, and he actually did that same dance in the, <laughs> in the costume. It was stupid. But yeah, he's uh, another great voice work uh, guy, another vo- voice actor. You people know him best as Wash uh, from um, Fire Firefly and mm-hmm. Serenity. But he's been in so much stuff and he's done voice work for so much stuff. And he's really funny, you know. Yeah, he's so. in Doom. He was uh, the villain in Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> and so it's just, it was funny that I'm just like, Yo, what? <laughs> it, it just made it that much better for me, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm with it. I'm with the shit. So, starting the show out, uh, you you really you kind of find out kind of quickly that Peacemaker isn't so much an asshole; he's more of a douche. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a man. Child. A d- he's a man child. Yeah, man child. Yeah, that's the best way to put that. He's a man child, mm-hmm. and despite his best efforts you know and you and over the eight episodes you really see his breakdown like you know his whole thing was i'll do anything for peace i'll Mm -hmm. do peace and and it slowly transitions right as the episodes going you're just like yo this dude might have uh won me over (laughs) you know He's, he grew. He grew on you. Is what it did. I mean, he grew on you. All throughout all eight, all eight episodes, he really did. I mean, 
I give it to a lot for the story writing on this, that how, even though we only saw eight episodes of this, how every episode was so crucial to his, to his development. Right. It's like, when you, like when you first saw him, it's like, oh, well, he's exactly what we expect him to be. And then like, kind of like at the end of the first episode, it's like, you're, you ain't that bad. You, you've had some breaks, but you ain't that bad. And like you said, kind of grew on us as we got to the, as we guys, we went down the line in the first season. So, right. I know there's a uh, there was a point it was earlier in the episodes where um, he's talking to his father, who was played by I can't remember his name, but he's always known as T1000. Right. T1000. I'm like, why are you playing these roles? And I hate you in them. And (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, and, and, and obviously his father is just blatant, massive racist and sexist Mm -hmm. and just he's just an ass. Just yeah, the worst ever. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like you're like, damn. There's not a good bone in your body, and here your son is just trying to get your approval. So when they're sitting down and making some, he's eating some chili, and he's telling them about the story about him in uh, uh, Bloodsport and how Bloodsport had this thing about rats and everything in the Suicide Squad. And he's, you know, his father's laughing, so he's like, okay, he's laughing. I'm getting his approval. He's like, please don't tell me that's the guy that shot you. And he was like, fucking pussy. And I'm like, dude, really? And like, you, it got quiet in the room. I'm like, damn. I'm like, you a hard nut to crack, man. You just right though. What's what's that TikTok emotional damage? That got that, <laughs> that should have been played multiple times throughout that entire episode. Just damn. Yeah, so like when they when you remember when you think back to the Suicide Squad when they were all on the bus talking and they were talking about their upbringing a little bit and, and mm-hmm. how Bloodsport was saying how all this stuff happened to them. You looked at Peacemaker's background a little differently now after watching the show. You're just like, yo, now you're really looking at him. It with his expression and everything is is completely different. You're just like Yeah, it's like he sold that I wish I had some kind of like good family like upbringing on his face because he didn't have no dialogue in that scene. Yeah, because right. so like Bloodsport yeah, was, was saying how like Bloodsport was saying how he was tortured by his father, thrown in his pit with the and here it is, Bloodsport or uh, Chris is thinking, "Fuck." That it's like one moment when you I, thought you had it bad, you heard from somebody, right. you heard somebody had it worse. It's like, damn, I thought I had it bad. But damn. Right. It was a moment. It was a moment. And I'm just kind of like, dude, this is this is bad. And then when he kills Rick Flagg, right. you see it differently. You, you, you're just like, expressions. Everything's changed. Like, mm-hmm. before you're just like, dude, you killed Rick Flagg. And then you watch the show and you're like, Oh, dude, you didn't really want to kill Rick Flag. Right, right. You were already kind of torn before you even got to this point. You were torn anyway. You just was like, you felt like you had a need to do something, had a bomb in your neck, and, and right. you felt like you had, you had to get this done. Yeah. You felt like you had to do it. That's what, that's what you're exactly right, because that's what the torn part was. It's just like, they kind of, you know, that whole thing of just I do anything for peace, and it's like, wait a second, it's like you aren't, you're not that hardcore. It's like you literally think this is the best choice that you have, and realizing that you could just walk away, you could, <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> I, I will say I'm tired of seeing him in his in his, in his uh, briefs. I'm like, dude, can, can you put some <laughs> put some pants on, man? <laughs> 
It takes a brave man to wear. It takes a brave man to wear some tidy ass whiteies. As, as multiple times, and and where do you find a color that freaking white? Because I, I thought <laughs> I'm pretty, that was like that they was even make those white. that white anymore. I right. don't think Clorox got them that white. <laughs> but I love that that's still like a committing, like him committing to the whole man child aspect of it, though. Because mm-hmm. at some point we all grow past the tidy whiteies and go get the briefs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and get some boxes, more comfortable with some boxers, so. something. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. He's still trapped in that that mindset of where he yeah. was when when his brother died. Yeah. So oh, his old his oh his whole thing is a 1980s uh, yep. music video. That's he really never all moved, that's Yeah, really he never mindset. moved past it. He never right. moved. Past it. I tell you what, he had great choice, choice in music because I'm like yeah. he was going through a, he was going through the when you find out is actually she's a butterfly and mm-hmm. he's going through her her crates and I'm like I've never even heard of these bands except for maybe <laughs> one. And I'm like, I've never heard of these bands and he's playing. But as he puts the music on, I'm like, but yet it sounds good. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I've never heard these bands before, but he's putting these power ballads on and, you know, <laughs> this shit works. <laughs> this shit works. And 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 then you finally get that background from about why it's such a, a thing. And you're like, dude, this shit's... A, crazy but this is the scene the scene where they meet up at the diner and he 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 he's got his he got his uniform on mm-hmm. and he was like economo says did he just cosplay as himself like did he just come in <laughs> and i'm like kind of and you know as a cosplayer myself i'm like yeah, you kind of have to get the wear out, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> break it in. Yeah, you know, because you don't. This is how you test. Like, can I sit down in this thing and eat right comfortably? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this way. There's a there's a story I'm gonna tell one day to you guys about my buddy who cosplays, and he's a little bit bigger than me, but he cosplays as Goku. Mm-hmm. We scared the crap out of one IHOP just because he went in full Goku gear, sat down next to me. And the waitresses did not know what to do. They just sat there and just stared at him until, and this ain't no people watch anime because one person walked up to me and said, um, um, would you like the, would you like the entire rack? Would you like a simple stack? Or how do you want to start this? like Just literally come out with just a whole whack and said, just let right. us know when you want this to be refilled. That's it. <laughs> oh man. But seeing this show, and, and knowing that James Gunn is behind it, which, by the way, he already said season two is coming. Uh, yeah. He's writing and directing all the episodes, but he's going to step away because he's got to finish off Guardians uh, Value right. 3. And uh, talking about getting the bag, my God. Um, right. oh, he's going to be helping DC before it's all over. I'm calling yeah, it. I, I, I yeah. need it to be the James Gunn verse. I'm, I'm cool on the Snyder verse right now. I'm cool on that. Yeah, I don't need yeah. The Snyder verse. I think Snyder is cool on the Snyderverse right now. It, it, truth be told, because he said, you know, he even even he said he was like his time there. Warner Brothers made it really rough for him. They made right. it really rough for him. I'd I love for him. I'd love for thoughts, him to do something. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Mm, mm. <laughs> this, is gonna make me, this is gonna make me unpopular. Um, <laughs> this is gonna make me so unpopular. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I, I'm I'm glad we don't. I'm glad I, I'm glad Snyder's not directing any more DC movies. I'm glad. I'm I'm so glad. It was just 
Mm, the drama. The direction is everything went. The the rushing is is that plus you know Warner Brothers not is somebody at Warner Brothers is in charge and they are not a fan of the comics at all. Yeah, and they, that's what that's what it been. That's what it is. I but can see too. where the problem is. The problem lies where just like you said, it's at the top. Mm-hmm. One, two, Snyder visually. Yeah, stunning. yeah, three hundred. I'll give him that three hundred yeah, and, and everything else he's done. Sucker punch, like visually yeah. when you're looking Styl- at yeah, stylistically, stylistically, he's he's fantastic. But, yeah. but is is it long form running? Is is it can be long in the two? Yes, I can give him that. I mean, he didn't have to tell he didn't have to tell an entire saga in one movie. <laughs> no. I, I I felt hey, like if I was if a, if, if, if 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 he. Pr- Yo, I'm Warner sorry, brothers. If, if Warner Brothers was smart, mm-hmm. if they were smart in 2016 when Justice League dropped, if they were smart about the money, they would have mm-hmm. dropped it in two parts. They would have dropped sense? the first half Man. in the summer. If they was if they were smart, they would have gave, the- gave us a Superman trilogy or something first. Then you know that, what I'm saying? Like a, if they were really for real, like, <laughs> that, that's how should have been. How is the second Superman movie a Batman origin movie at the same time? And then it's like you got the two of the biggest comic book characters of all time. We're going to see it, we're gonna go watch it. Yeah, you're pretty you didn't have to rush. Like all you gotta do is just just yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's not out. even a risk at it's not even a risk at it's this not point. a risk, it's, like, it's just, guaranteed just money. Here. It's guaranteed money. I, you can this this money. is, but this is why I say this is why I say as much as I love DC, I I'm, I always consider myself DC first, Marvel second. But where DC fails and Marvel succeeds, Marvel had their continual they had their continuous cinematic universe already planned out in stages. Yep. DC they came out and said we're not gonna follow Marvel's formula, which I was like, that makes no sense because. <laughs> If your if your next step is to create a cinematic universe, there has to be this little thing called a uh, continuum between all your <laughs> movies for all of them to make sense. Because, like you said, you had Batman versus Superman after Man of Steel, and then you're trying to make it work, and then trying to establish a universe within three movies. Yeah, because when you put them all together, and like when you the, really put, <laughs> they forced that whole. Uh, everybody has secret files on the, on the laptop shit. Like, yes. who made these logos, bro? Who made these logos? That's those, that's those guys. That's those guys that hit you up on IG and say, you need a logo made? Right. <laughs> and, and you, got, you got secret style. files that need logos? I got you. <laughs> but so, yeah, I would like, I would, I would love for James Gunn to say, you know what? Even if it's not the cinematic universe, right. at least right. run the, the series. Your the HBO Max series, you know, have right. some kind of hand in it. Say, hey, don't do this yet because this is happening here, and we can link it together. Like we we can figure it out, you know. James Gunn fucking made mention of Batmite in this show. <laughs> Man, Batmite is now DCEU canon by way of just a mention. That's nuts. Right. The fact that the fact that. The fact that Peacemaker is consistently arguing with his neighbor, number one. Hey, that's and, classic. 
And he's like, the one scene he's rushing to get in the house just to avoid right. talking to him. Yes. And, but uh, he's talking, they're mentioning Batman, and that stirred up so much shit. <laughs> because it was just like, you like, you couldn't get mad at him because he was kind of right. Peacemaker was right. He was like, how many people have died because he keeps locking out the same damn clown and he keeps breaking? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you can't argue with the logic at this point. I'm, I, I, I want to dislike this theory, but he's not wrong. And I but keep thinking about the Joker war, and I'm like, look, he can't be wrong. Now. I mean, I, I, I kept on expecting to use a laughing joke as an example. Like, take the laughing joke for example. He had all the time in the world to kill the Joker, and you just hear his neighbor just like, well, he's got a code. What? Code is a it is a stupid. I don't want to cuss too much on your show, but it's like oh, no, no, we, we do it here, we do it here, we don't care. Okay, it's like it's a stupid fucking code. You don't kill, of course you kill. <laughs> I was I, I that was the one thing that I loved about John Cena's peacemaker character, which is the whole part that he and his beef with just every DC superhero was just out there for the world to see. Badge. By him, by him saying when he's when he's in front of the kids in the school, <laughs> and one of them, did you know Wonder Woman? Yeah, we were at a uh, at a function and she right. was eyeing so me the whole time, and he was like, "Dude," he was like, "I said effing," and I'm like, <laughs> "My guy, <laughs> my guy." It was. I mean, he had quips about everybody. It was like Superman. Right. He's like, he's a douche. Batman. It's like. And then the one about Green Arrow, he says he's too busy going to brawny cons. I was like, <laughs> that, that, oh, and I love, I love, Stephen, I love Stephen Mel's retort to that. Right. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is class. I love this. I'm, I'm like, because it's all in funds, you know, right? Because he's, he's gone to WWE and everything right. when John Cena was. So it, right. it was like, I love the trash talk right now. Mm -hmm. I'm for this. In fact, that kind of was like, well, everybody knows that about Green Arrow. That's like the first thing he said that was true. Yeah, he's was like, like a green. green. <laughs> he's just he's like, like, everything he's like, else is a lie. He's like an like, Aquaman fucks fish. And he's like, well, yeah, obviously. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Oh, that, that was too funny. He said, it's right. not rumored. Right. right. <laughs> that payoff was so dope like to actually get the Justice League to show up. Because I, yeah. I thought it was going to sidestep it. I was like, all right, cool. They gave James Gunn some power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I love that they did all that. Um, and you, I mean, once and yes, Peacemaker has some bad, even in the Suicide Squad, he had some badass moments, like when they what? went to the refugee camp and he, him and, and he Blood walked Sport up on Dewey and, and stabbed him and kept pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> which also <laughs> made me think, like, right? So, Peacemaker don't have no superhuman powers, but yet his durability was through the roof. Mm -hmm. Um, the way he's he was a able strong to jump, bitch. that's really yeah. actually, like as strong as he was to like throw people the way he was doing certain shit. I was like, yo, this shit crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you yeah. get it, you're a big guy, you can do that certain shit. Yeah, you know? but it's like it was almost superhuman though, to a certain yeah. especially in Suicide Squad, like the way he was jumping on shit and doing like that's that right there. That that's right there. When he jumped he up was, on the little tin roof, yeah. and I'm like you I didn't question like, you trying to imagine out for a big dude. I was like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you you a super like six, seven, you jumping? <laughs> but it's just amazing what they're doing with the with every episode that they did, and I loved it. Viola Davis, the fact that you're saying, can we get Viola Davis in for like two episodes? Right. <laughs> right. Yes, you can. 
Okay. Well, All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I mean, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted her to have a more kind of expansive role, but okay. well, let's be honest with the first, when the first run comes down, you know, you don't really, it's a safe run. It's like, you're yeah. just trying to get to the next season. So right. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be more in season two. I would love to see more of her in season two, because I still think outside of her and, and uh, voice and CCH Pounder voice acting Amanda Waller. She they are officially, listed. yeah, they are officially Amanda right. Waller. Like they yeah. have locked it in. We've mm-hmm. seen so many versions of Amanda Waller. Yet CCH Pounder is mm-hmm. the voice, and mm-hmm. Viola Davis is the, the face, and, right? And is the face. Mm-hmm. And it just, I'm just like, this role is yours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is like Carl Lumley and uh, uh, Phil Lamar. Like we yes. know you as John Stewart. And Martian Manhunter, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, go down the line. Every time I hear Keith David, I'm like, I'm thinking about seven different the roles right, right there. Right. <laughs> I'm like, how did y'all you know, feel? Um, how did y'all feel about Vigilante this this season? Because he was so fucking high, you know hilarious. What? I loved everything about that. Go, go ahead, Will. No, he stole the scene. I mean, every yeah. I mean, when he first popped on there, that dude was stealing every scene in every episode. <laughs> This is something I would totally agree with because even on Arrow, they had a vigilante on Arrow. Yeah, I remember. It was very much the exact backstory was the same. Mm -hmm. But Peacemaker version, vigilante, I love that one (laughs) way better. Like, way, way I'm like, he was just so oblivious to shit and just, but I'm like, hmm, he's, he's kind of emotionalist. But at the same time, that's his best friend. And he's like, right. just had this great right. moment where we did these fart jokes with my first best friend and my second best man. My right. And I'm like, <laughs> he, he was, if there was if there was ever a talented killer that just wanted a best friend, that was that was right. he, he wanted so bad to get to get Chris's approval. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> When they're arguing, they're consistently arguing in the car. When he's like in the car and he has a cell phone, and he's like, "No, no, no!" He was like, "There wasn't a chip in the phone. It was a government phone. They can't track it." Right. <laughs> oh, and my, just, oh, my. just with the oh. <laughs> I, you do have to say this though. I do give him his dedication because when he sat there and had that issue with his father, and you know, you see him, Corey Hemingway tries to sit there and say, "Well, you know, if his father was out the picture, I think he'd be fine." It's like, oh, that he was got to take him out. At a bio, that was Daniel Brooks. Yeah, that was such a flex because I'm like, you don't know it, but you are definitely your mother's daughter, right? Because <laughs> that, that that was. That was an Amanda Waller move. That's what that but, was. But I have to give him respect because not only did he just walk up to the same to the prison to where the father was held, you walk up during lunch hour, pick up a table, and throw it at a window, and then knock out one of the guards just to get in the prison, then systematically go find the table of white supremacists. <laughs> And, and have the most, down. have the blackest conversation with the most racist people ever. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and then just like, and, then Batista, and then Batista fight everybody. And he's like, oh, and you see the father go, oh no, I know what this is. I know what this is. Like you, this is too slick for you. You ain't gonna be able to handle this, right? And but Ooh. I was like the cops. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? What the fuck right. is he doing? He was so unpredictable. Oh, shit. We got to go arrest this dude. Right. He was so unpredictable the whole show, and that made it that much more funny. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, great was, suit. Was, yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm just like, dude, you would have thought you made your shit a little more bulletproof, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, never, I, like, I like, get it. It's function. It's function. I get it. It was a million times that I thought he was dead, man. And he always great. comes back battered, shot, blown up, burnt. When he blew up his father, when he blew up Peacemaker's father, and I'm like, I thought he knew to have enough sense to get out the blast radius. I'm like, you were pretty much right there. That that, that is a stronger plot armor than any Dragon Ball Z story. Let's just be honest. That is the strongest. I was like, I'm I'm a crazy eight. I'm like, by my count, you should have died like 14 times by now. This whole show, he should have never, he should have never made it past like episode two. Right. Just when it looked like he was going down, like when he made it out that that battle, and he's driving down the car and he kind of blank stare, passes yeah. out. I'm like, damn, I'm this like, is oh, it. Damn, it's this a wrap. It. Nope. This is it. Nope. He comes crawling, then comes crawling back over. Hey guys. Right. Just, just <laughs> it's like, you okay? Yeah, yeah. But literally, smoke is coming off his side. It's like, yeah, I'm cool. Like, didn't you just get? You just got grenade shattered. It's like, I'm, I'm all right. I just gotta just think. Just, just, I just need some sleep. No, I don't think you need to sleep right now. I'm freaking that, not gonna wake up. That last scene made it so great. It's like, you've been shot. I just need to sleep. Right. <laughs> That was just too funny. And see, I didn't think he was going to make it because that final scene, that great final scene, by the way, mm-hmm. that whole battle scene, because they're playing the title song. Right. And they, but the minute you hear it distort, you're like, oh shit, this is going down. Hardcore gets shot like three times, mm-hmm. kind of shatters a fucking shin bone. He ain't even exactly. making it. Exactly. Like, we got to see Adebayo be a badass, like she said. She yeah, was, she was yeah. Saying, she, she, she told he told her, "Do not use that. <laughs> do not use the helmet." And it's like just, I just I, like the I fact that she was done. I thought she was done after that first one because she hit I, the she hit rock. I'm like, oh no, not Adebayo. <laughs> I had to go back and look because I was like, I thought old girl sidestepped her for a second. Like, no, she stood perfectly still and she, right. was, she just overshot the mark. <laughs> and then he turns around and says it again just to put it through the cow. I'm like, I'm like, well, at least it's soft. <laughs> Although, you know, going through a cow and then coming out, it's just that whole this that whole right. splatter and blood and guts. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That shit was hilarious. But it is. Big props to James Gunn for like making animals and like weird side mm-hmm. shit. Like, mm-hmm. like Eagly was like definitely he held his weight the whole show. <laughs> he did. Especially when he started like attacking the cops in the forest and shit. Oh, yeah. was, like, oh to I'm take like, like, oh, like, he knows what to do. Right. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I, was concerned, I was concerned about Eagly a couple of times. I'm like, especially. <laughs> I can't help but James Gunn had a little bit of Guardians when you just when you see uh we see John Cena's character trying to talk to him about dropping the helmet in. It's like, right. why am I getting Guardians of Galaxy vibes from yeah, rocketing group. group right now? Press this button. No, not right. this one because this one's gonna kill everyone. You know, like press this button. Right. You just today. You just see this in hardcore. You think that Eagle understands you? He just looks over insulted, like, 
Yeah, of course you yeah, <laughs> like, Which what are you trying to say? You know, that's what it's that, that's this the is my best friend. Like. like he knows what's going on. Right. He was like, and then he, he takes he that grabs shit. it. <laughs> right. And, and right everybody would celebrate, like, oh my god, he's doing it. He's doing it. No, he's and he goes way off. Just or maybe that was the plan the whole time. He was like, no, right. I just can't drop it in the barn. They're gonna just know. Here, I'm gonna drop it over here. You guys go like, over there and get it. They find they they find it the next time you see John Cena's face all scratched up from the raccoon and shit. Like that shit was. <laughs> I loved everything about this fucking show, man. It was it's, yeah. it's such a watchable show, uh, from the soundtrack to the acting. Like mm-hmm. the scene where he finds out that Economos framed his father. And he goes on that rant <laughs> about everybody that he could have framed except for his dad. Oh, and you find and you find out literally, you find out literally the next day, oh, that wasn't even a script. He just went right. off. And I'm like, do you know what and it is? And they takes said that James Gunn was throwing them names too as they was as they was filming. So he would just yeah, like yeah. name, throw that the bitch. Outtakes were even funnier because yeah, they made right. it even funnier. <laughs> That's impressive. James Gunn. He was just like, when, was you, like, when you can sit there and you can ad lib for like a, a good straight two minutes right. of names and just fire them off, I'm like, that's impressive just to come out of nowhere. And that, and you know that wasn't the first take. So you you because you imagine like, people are looking at him like, why the fuck? Why why that person? Why, right. Why <laughs> and not laugh. <laughs> You, you couldn't be a boom mic operator standing next to that. You'd be yeah, snickering. I would have folded. I would have folded. Mike would have fell down all in the scene and everything Facts. else. Facts. You gonna find one rap. You gonna find one rap person. What does Drake got to do with this man? <laughs> of everybody, Drake. When he says Bill Cosby, he's like Bill Cosby. He just got down. He has time. Right. Say, I'm like, damn. <laughs> that was funny. Or that if they're finding out that this dude could play the piano. Oh mm-hmm. my god. That shit shot the shit out of me. That's what sold it. I was like, the ad lib was one thing, but when you sat down and played the piano, yep. I'm like, yeah. I gotta respect you now, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta now, respect now, you. I, I will say this just because I am a WWE fan, although right now I'm not a fan of the current product. Yeah, that's that's one of his that's one of his many talents. I mean, the dude can speak. I mean, he can play piano. He can speak Mandarin, and on top of that, he's supposed to. Supposedly, I've yet to find this that he's in a movie with Jackie Chan, and oh, I don't know what movie it is. They say it's <laughs> out, and I've been trying to track it down for the last eight months. Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> I gotta find so, it now. I guess we on the hunt. Oh. Yeah, we're the hunt now. I need you, to know. You, you can join me down the rabbit hole if you want to, fellas. <laughs> I'm there because I need I need this. Yeah, I need I, this. I, he's he's he quickly became somebody. I'm, I'm like, I like what you're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm enjoying everything you you've just done just in this short run. And I'm like, dude. I should I shouldn't be surprised because you know when you're in when you're wrestling you're kind of ad libbing you know right, right. so I'm you would think but I'm like yo what the fuck <laughs> like that we did not know he could do I'm like well let's be honest you you get you get some wrestlers I mean like The Rock I mean let's mm-hmm. be honest The Rock has shown that he's a box office hit you know other wrestlers have tried in the past and now you see John Cena now he's kind of going his post wrestling career I guess and. 
we've seen him expand. So I mean, some some wrestlers do have the do have the uh, acting chops, if you will, and some don't. Uh, especially especially Triple H. I felt so bad for him and Blade Trendy. He wasn't even funny. Oh my god! <laughs> I felt so bad for him. I'm like, dude, they just they, that that was pre that was pre Roy Triple H, and you didn't even. I'm yeah. like, you was better off not saying no words at all. Yeah, he should have just been a face and a force. That yeah, whole yeah, that was it. That was it. I'm like, I'm hey, like, yo, you need Ryan Reynolds to bail you out of a scene. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like seeing Roman Reigns in in the Hobbs and Shaw. It was just like Ooh. I was just like, hey, that's ain't that Roman Reigns? <laughs> oh man, I'm not surprised because I'm just like. Well, fuck. Where's Jason Momoa? At? <laughs> right. you they kind of run in the same circles, so you know. Randy I mean? Orton gave it a shot. Yeah, that was. Whew. Not everybody. Not now everybody you know what? I'll tell you one person that survived: Kevin Nash. Yep. Yes. He actually made it, and a lot. I had to tell people. I said, "You guys know the big Russian that was in John Wick was him." That's yep. like he actually learned. That's the Russian second time he played. Like that's the second time he played. Kane, like a big uh, Russian Kane too. had a good run. Kane had a good run for a minute, and. But oh, that's because he stuck. He stayed true to what he does: be menacing yeah. and not have much to say. Just kill people. Although, <laughs> although Cino, what was that? What was that movie? Cino, Cino, Cino yes. Evil. Cino Evil or Cino. something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was good. But he also yeah. did. Uh, he still. He, he was a stand-in for uh, uh, Jason. I think on Freddy vs. Jason. I believe it was. It was either Freddy vs. Jason oh, or one of the yeah one of the later Jason movies. And gotcha. I think he did. Uh, uh, I think he did a uh, one of. The, Rob Zombie's Halloween, probably. Uh, Rob Zombie probably, strikes me. Probably, as the probably House of a Thousand. I would say I would say House of a Thousand Corpses, but I could yeah. be wrong. But um, yeah. yeah. So it's like when you stick to what you know, you can make yeah. it. <laughs> or you, or you could be, or you could be like Hulk Hogan and get put in everything. But oh, man, woo. I'm we just, I'm, woo. I'm sorry that that's that I. That, that was a rough. That was a rough time. <laughs> I, I, I want to sit there and say it was the '90s, but there were better choices. Yes, man. I there were way better I choices. Which, uh, who was in? Uh, who was in? Uh, what was that? Predator, first Predator. That uh, that was uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. There we go. Jesse oh, Ventura. oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're talking about. Sorry, you're yeah. talking. About, I was. I was thinking about the wrestler. I was like, oh, yep. Oh, that side one. side note. It's funny because you mentioned Predator and I mentioned Jesse Ventura. If you watch Avengers Assemble from Disney mm-hmm. XD, yeah, there's a scene where they introduce Ant Man mm-hmm. and and Claw comes in and he has like four mercenaries. Look at the four mercenaries. Tell me who they remind you of. <laughs> they can make me go back and watch it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna ask my son. My son watches that show. I'm just gonna ask him because <laughs> it, it wasn't until I I'm like. Why does that dude look like Billy? Wait a minute. Why does that look like Apollo Creed? What the? <laughs> I had like, to rewind it and look. I'm, like, I'm like, yo, it's the kills. It's the Commando Squad from Predator. <laughs> <laughs> it was all for like Arnold had the Arnold one had no lines, but the other ones they the one, Billy would had the flip up hat. Yeah, that. Yeah, the hat. And I'm like, I'm like. I'm looking. I'm like, no, Jesse Ventura had to flip that back. Billy yeah. was the Indian. Billy yeah, was yeah. the Indian, and so they had the one that had the, the little band tied around his head. I'm like, mm, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. 
I they, see they, what you did there. They cl- close enough, close enough to where it wasn't violating the violating policy. Right. That's all. <laughs> no copyright violation. No, like that wasn't them. I'm like their likeness. Not, not, not. not we never said their names. We never <laughs> said their names. But yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Peacemaker has managed to show the Suicide Squad. Peacemaker, which they've already, they've even announced, like, by I think by episode five, they said that James Gunn was working on a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, give it to him. <laughs> give, this is, yeah, this let him build the universe one, one show at a time. Yeah. That's give all you got to do. Because one thing point, DC like, refuses to do, yeah. let James Gunn do it. And yeah. take their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Even that, like people were, people were, you know, it wasn't too many questions about like when the Justice League show up. It wasn't too many questions why Batman and Cyborg didn't show up. Right. You know, right. there's some people who's like still under a rock, and I'm like, of course they're not showing up because it's too much drama mm-hmm. surrounding, you know, thanks to Warner Brothers because Ray Fisher kept all the fucking receipts. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, kept all the receipts. Like people was like, what? He's like, oh, he's just trying to make a name for himself. I'm like, this brother ain't got skin in the game to be making a name for himself. Right. So he, he's like, got to like, something. If he got, you got that much ammo, and I'm like, and he emptied the entire clip, I was like, man, I, I was like, everybody else, like, come on, dude, it was that bad? And I read those receipts, I was like, I apologize, Mr. Fisher, completely. <laughs> I completely understand, sir. Please accept my apology, and yeah, uh, I understand why you said what you said. Yeah, and then like, and then literally the rest of the Justice League was in in in, in followed in suit. They were like, yeah, yeah. it's it was a, it was a rough ride for us, you know. Yeah. But this is but this is why I stand saying this is why I was like uh, that's why I say this whole point. This could be a wonderful because right now if you kind of look at the, I, I don't want to say Marvel and DC are competing, but let's just say right now this is the not anymore. Not even fair but, at this point now. Right, it, it, it's like pistol whipping a blind kid. You ain't wrong, but uh, <laughs> you ain't wrong. But let's just call it. I mean, right now we're in the slow. I won't say the slow period of Marvel, but like the less than the movie slots because we're so used to, we're so used from the Marvel Disney side of having like eight to nine movies a year that now this year we're having what less than five. Yeah. So right they, now they, they're they're, they, they're diving into the television shows now. They're just like. Here's the show. And like right. DC is just like, well, Warner Brothers, they're just like, we're still trying to get the movies down. Here's another <laughs> animated film. <laughs> That's the thing I wish DC would take advantage, advantage of right now because they have proven, along with Peacemaker, along with Doom Patrol and Titans, they have already shown that if it's on the HBO side, uh, Max side, where you can literally go extreme, mm-hmm. you can go adult, you can tell stories that for the us of the on, of the plus 25 and up generation can enjoy uh that works for us but we know that establishes the dc that established the tv side the one thing i keep hoping the most is that they now take where marvel's kind of winding down and going in a different direction dc can kind of step up their cinematic universe but the problem is you're going to run into is that they did the same thing with snyder they gave honestly snyder the keys to the kingdom the first time but you hollywoodized it that's why yeah. the first Suicide Squad didn't do as well. Why Man of Steel was mediocre. Why Batman, you know, Superman, Donna Justice was good and terrible. Why the first Justice League was garbage. Just terrible. <laughs> just <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Snyder, like, I was the Snyder Cut, which is a four-hour love letter to fanboys for finally getting what you wanted if you complain long enough. But... <laughs> 
But it's just like, but what I'm saying is, though, from the DC side of things, that's going to give me a lot of hell for me saying that, but that's true. But <laughs> the thing about it is, the what's always stopped DC is they never had, they never had a Kevin Fang type. You never had a Kevin Fang type at the helm. You never had a, a strategy of which boobies you want to show out first. But I've always said this as a DC fan, for the love of God, can we stop getting, and I'm not knocking the Batman movie that's coming out very soon. I will still give Robert Patterson a shot um, just because I want to see what he does with Batman. I want to see what Matt Reeves does with this version of the Riddler. Still will watch it. No problem. But we could do, there are other heroes in the DC universe that you can slowly begin to build your CU with that you don't always have to start off with the three origin stories. You don't. You don't. you've, You've done Superman to death. You've done Batman to death. To death. We finally got the Wonder Woman origin story. Mm-hmm. We finally got an Aquaman origin story. Mm-hmm. We pretty much got a Flash origin story. Now let's just kind of glide it in. You right. Know, like Aquaman's a perfect example. You have you have a film that made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You would think that in your mind, let's work on the sequel. Right. There in in their mind, it was like. We're gonna do the sequel, but first we're gonna do a spinoff. And I'm like, what are you doing a spinoff of? The church. The, right. the church. <laughs> the I'm, church. Like the, I'm like the piranha creatures. And Who the, gives that, a that. fuck about them? <laughs> right. <laughs> they were like in the film for like five minutes. <laughs> I am not intrigued by the trench. Nobody was. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody was. It's like I actually forgot that scene happened when they said that they were going to do a spinoff. And I was like, when did this happen in Aquaman? For it to happen? Yeah, like, and I was like, oh, like, yeah, the fish people. It's like, <laughs> it was so crazy. And then, like, it's like you have the Poseidon's trend. You have Poseidon's trident. You basically rule all of the under. You really rule all of Atlantis and the complete ocean floor. Why are we concerned about this one part that nobody goes to? And I can only like, think that you I, went, it was like you took a step backward, then you took a step forward. You was like, and we're going to have Ava DuVernay working on New Gods. Perfect. Let's okay. And then you pull back. You know, like, well, <laughs> this was after the, this was after the Snyder Cut was released. And like, mm-hmm. we're pulling back. Why? Why? Why are you pulling back? Oh, we got in a different direction. After we just got to see Dark Side, you want to. Pull back. I, I, you know what? I did. It's, it's all I can sit there and say is my impression of a DC executive when something new comes out. Oh, oh, we're gonna do another DC movie. It's gonna be great. He must, he must get the same stuff from the guy that made the the, uh, the Delorean. Right. <laughs> like I, every time I think DC comes with idea, I just think there's an executive that just don't... and did Oscar. You know, what I'm saying Oscar attention. Right. Now they're gonna do a sequel for that, which I feel like is all right. Like, but, like, I'm like why? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I think they fought so hard to say we're not doing a sequel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they they fought really hard to like, this is a one off, whatever. But then it's like, all right, so you got whatever uni- universe because everything's gonna eventually spill into some type of universe when you right. do sequels because mm-hmm. every film has its own. You know what I'm saying? Logic and shit. Yeah. And so now, yeah. It and so now we got Matt Reeves doing Matt Reeves got the Gotham City joint with uh with the new Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um he's doing a penguins uh spinoff. Yeah. Yep. And they build in toward Mr. Freeze being the villain in, in the Batman sequel movie. Right. Which all this shit, like 
I, I'm going to wait until after I see the movie. But it looks like I'm going to care about what they're doing in Gotham right now. Yeah, it's almost More like they're trying anything. to throw it up. They're trying yeah, to build it, it looks like I'm about to care about what Matt Reeves is doing. But even with Batgirl, too with much Batgirl. going on right now. Like, there's no central focus. Y'all throwing shit at the wall to see if it sticks. And there's no cohesion, man. And it's like, just just they're put, call they're Kevin Feige. Their, just call Feige. Call Feige and, and let him just ask, can you borrow the playbook real quick? Just ask. Right. Right. <laughs> but that's why I sit there and say that Gun Gun would be the Kevin Feige. That's why yeah, I said I think he, he would be because I think that Ivan, this is just me spitballing. I think that after Guardians Volume 3, which he's already sat there and said there's going to be a lot of tear jerking, I'm like, man, don't do that. Because that tells me what you're going you're gonna to go in typical James Gunn fashion, which means that we've already saw what you did in Volume 2. And we're like, for story yeah. progression, it makes sense. You know, yeah. Yondu, had, Yondu had to sacrifice in Volume 2. Right. But now a lot of people are sitting there saying about, oh, Volume 3, they've read it. It says it's going to be a tear jerker. I'm like, okay. We're gonna I'm, already, I'm already taking bets. I'm like Drax. I'm I'm already saying Drax is gonna fight the goat. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing so, left for him to live for. Like, like right. I mean, once his yeah, whole mission was done. to go after Thanos. Thanos is gone now. He's done now. Right. <laughs> like, but, but this is why I say Gun would be perfect because after Volume Three, he's done as far as Disney's concerned. That was the length of their contract. Now DC, if they're smart, will be like, look, we would like to bring you on. As just the as just the the guy, you know, everything flows through you, because the one thing that he did with DC, as far as where previous directors didn't do, well, I'm not, I'm gonna say that, where Snyder didn't do, because uh, uh, Patty Alexander, uh, uh, Brad Smith, um, they all did differently with their DC movies. They weren't dark. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, DC. I mean, DC. The, the long-standing joke for DC was dark comics because everything was always dark. You could barely find sunlight anywhere. But if you noticed, Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman 84, uh, with all its faults, um, yeah. <laughs> were all they weren't all dark pictures. They were all, you know, shiny, vibrant. They were engaging, and that's what actually made them great. Um, so now when you look at James Gunn and what he did for Peacemaker, yeah, there was a lot of dark comedy in it, but overall, it, it was enjoyable. Right? Yeah, right. and it, yeah, it, it made sense. It wasn't dark aesthetically, just dark. And, and right, right, right. Yeah. Philosophy. It, so told, it told, and it told the story how it should have been told. Like, right. and I think, yeah. and this is what this is really what fans wanted. It was like, just tell the story. You know, pretty much. You're by you trying to make it vibrant and bright and everything. You're forcing it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just tell the story, it'll be fine. I can just like you said, even Star Girl. Right. With all its brightness, Man. had some dark moments. Like that first season, I, I can, when one of the, when one of the kids die, they don't show him, but one of the kids die. I'm like, oh, yeah, damn, they going there, right? I might be having. There, I gotta tune into this. I'm be honest with you. It, if it wasn't for my friend Joe telling me to kind of stick around, I, I actually the first I actually watched the first two episodes of Star Girl and I checked out, mm-hmm. and he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> because you know me, if, if, it's, if it's not a good story, if, uh, to me, it's got to be about the story and everything that I play, read, watch, whatever. If it has a good story, I'm sticking to it. And the first two episodes of Star Girl was like, I'm not feeling this, so I checked out. My friend goes, No, 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 stick with it. They stored the, the showrunner understood the assignment at, at episode four. And ever since episode four, I've been into it. But this last season, I did not expect CW to go that freaking dark. 
Yeah, they went they there. They went uber dark. I'm like, yo, and which is why it ups. They <laughs> somebody over there has some chicken feet and bones or something going on. They got a root going on over there because swamping was amazing. And they and they all it took was somebody you wrote the wrong zero in the wrong spot and you spent too much money. <laughs> but that was their only argument. Their only argument for this show was that it cost too much. I'm like, well, you have to understand what you've created. I mean, you just can't, there's not a costume that he could put on that someone could put on and be this. I mean, if we look at Swamp Thing for what we see in the comics and trying to bring it to, to live television, yeah, That's you're going to be spending a pretty penny. Yeah. But and the story was great in you. Swamp Thing was, was a, is, could have been the best thing DC has ever put out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I, it they literally mastered the horror. It, it, <laughs> they mastered it the horror of it. Oh, my God, man. It, it would have yeah. been up there with Constantine. And the only reason why Constantine failed it was because it was at NBC, and NBC had no clue what. To, I'm like, I got it, man. I got a rant on TikTok right now that went viral about Swamp Thing. <laughs> comments, it's like it's like 350 comments in the section about oh my god DC fumbled crazy they fumbled the bad. Actually, listen, I blame more Warner Brothers than DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that's the thing. It's Warner Brothers. I'm like, how did y'all fumble the bag so fucking hard? <laughs> I mean, just like NBC did with Constantine, they try to hop on. They what they try to do? They try to hop on NBC. What they did with Grimm, they tried to do with Constantine. Right. And a lot of people didn't Those know about two different beasts. Those right. are two different beasts. And they thought that they could do the same thing. I'm like, no, the Grim Tales from the novels way different from yeah. your show. Like so, your Grim show was dark. Yeah. Constantine, you're going into a whole nother realm. Constantine will have you up at night. He was a perfect Constantine as well. Man. That's yeah. why I'm glad, I'm glad he translated into the animated films too. Like the fact yeah. that they kept him around, I was like, "Yo, I do like when guy. he showed up in Arrow. He gave that he gave that swipe at NBC when they were right. like bringing back yes uh, when they bring back Sarah, and he was just like he pulls pulls out the peacock feather, and I'm like, <laughs> Teddy. I see what you do. No, but I, I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong. He is a perfect Constantine. And again, I always felt like. See, it's like you you see these great shows, and I guess in this day and age where I understand ratings, especially in the 18 to 36 demographic, which is what everybody seems to be falling under, that if it's not immediate overnight sensation, it doesn't guarantee anything. And I'm like, Constantine was one of those shows that I felt never got a fair shake because right. NBC wanted NBC always wanted those uh uh this is us type of ratings. I use this is us because everybody yeah. watches this is us, but they wanted those type of ratings, and they didn't really get that. Almost in the same sense where CBS tried it with Supergirl, and I think their, I think the episode cost was what one point something million, and it wasn't yeah. adding up. And well, I mean, you paid one point eight million for trash because that story was trash. But anyway, yeah. and, um, and, and your highest, in your highest rated episode was when Barry shows up, right? Man. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, that that just, I'm just thinking of myself wasting money where it's like, you know, Supergirl, Supergirl should have done some retooling, but then again, I'm still watching Batwoman hoping for hope. So, um, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. I, I watch Batwoman because I'm trying to support the black cast, right? Yes, I'm trying. That's what that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. I'm like, because I like Javincia Leslie, mm -hmm. I like this entire cast, 
I, I just want you to make it work for them. Please. I, just, I, I cannot I tell you. Been, I haven't watched since after she took over the, the role of Batwoman. It, it, it stumbled. A it's, episodes, it's stumbling. It's stumbling. Like a couple Ooh, episodes after rough. she be, like really got into the suit and everything, I was just like, all right, I, 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 I'll come back to it. I, yeah. let, me, let me save you a little bit of trouble. Um, <laughs> how much time How much time are you willing to lose on this? Because we can save you a lot of trouble right now and just tell you what episodes to skip. Yeah, let because, me know. <laughs> all right, the entire second season. Just, yeah. Okay. Just because they, 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 they were, it was the that whole second season was them trying to get away from Ruby Rose. And it was oh. like, if you could just get away from Ruby Rose, the whole I, plane I, crash this, joint. It yeah, was, you know, that, that story, that to me is storyline showrunner 101. <laughs> if, you're, if your original story does not work, does not work in the first season, please do not take it to the second season. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they, that's, that's what they did. Work some kind, they work some kind of angle. They tried to angle. They tried to finagle this thing in like with duct tape, gorilla glue, <laughs> and anything else, and said make it work. Because I when I tell you it was good and terrible, it was good and terrible. And I'm just thinking to myself, we finally got a black superhero on television besides black lightning, and this is what you do. <laughs> I was like trying to that second season, and it wasn't even her. It was just like this is what y'all gave her, and yeah, just, just trying to work with it. And I mean, thank God it worked in the end. Yeah, you know, but that second, that second season, boy, that's that well, sophomore season was rough. I, I almost did a drink. Almost did a drinking game to that. You do a drink game, to Batwoman. You are gonna have alcohol poisoning by the time the by the time the first episode's over. Yeah, I was just like, okay, I get it. She's trying to fill in the role. She's trying to fill the boots. I get it. It's not her. It's just. Would y'all get the writing away from Ruby right I, now? <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's gonna wind up having a black woman. They're gonna go the same route as Black Lightning, and I hate to say that because I said the same thing about Black Lightning. It could have been so much better than what it was, mm-hmm. but the freaking writing just—I just, there, there was some notes. There were some notes that they really hit on, and I'm like, "You speaking to us?" And I like that, and that's there cool. Was- but at the same time, it's like when. And this again, this is where I, I, I want to say it's Warner Brothers. I want to say it's DC. I want to say it's CW. But you're going to sit there and tell me the one lone show that you have is outside of this Arrowverse that you right. somehow brought into it during Infinite Crisis, but somehow is separated again. It's like <laughs> who, the last who? when they when when they did the Flash five episode crossover where like one person showed up in each episode. Oh, did a terrible crossover. Yeah, that that was their first one. <laughs> all the cross, y'all, you you had all these great crossovers, and then you got to this one, and I get it, mm-hmm. COVID and all this other shit, I get it. But right. then you get Black Light, and you get Jefferson showing up, and and it was such a poor excuse as to why he shows up. And I'm like, damn, y'all wasted you wasted his character. You wasted it's, his character. It, there's just no other way. I was like. I mean, the one thing I'll say about the Flash is me and my buddy, we talk about it on our podcast all the time, where it, it was great till about after season three. I don't know if the showrunner switched. I don't know if it's because of the writer's strike that was happening at the time. But when it came back, every episode after season three was just going downhill. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there weren't a, there weren't a lot the of Flash, Where the Flash lost me was 
every single goddamn villain they have to be a variation of a speedster every time. <laughs> I was like, so <laughs> like, hey. like, oh my god, like how many evil speedsters are we? Then then Barry was then Barry just was keep his it, own just villain. keep it at Thorn. Let's just keep like, it at Thorn and be done with it. We get I, it. Thorn show Thorn and Thorn is Barry. They got the guy speed and everything. I was like, oh my God, I'm tired. You you beat. Once you hit Godspeed, Zoom, reverse flash, and around right. Thorn, you you've hit. That's it. Don't do no more. more. Man, I mean, like, I, did, I did enjoy when they uh brought Mike Mark Hamill back in, you know, to yeah, play a right. variation of, yeah, of, 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 of the trick, right? And I'm like, this is what we live for. We live for these moments. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Warner Brothers. I mean, I mean, I'm not complaining because, like I said, the Flash. I mean, I would think that every show, every show eventually has to have an end. I always say it best: if you make it to see, if you make the five seasons of the show, it's it's time to start looking toward the exit door. I mean, not not every show is bound to run forever. Um, so I was like, I mean, I didn't like the way Arrow ended. It could have ended better. Um, yeah, they could have ended it a full season at least. It should have ended sooner. It, it should really end sooner. I, I think after season five, once yeah, once season because yeah, it was all it was all back. That's right, because it was all backstory. It was a lot of yeah. the flashbacks, and then after yeah. that, it was just kind of like, okay, you're yeah. keeping them around, you know. That, that, but, yeah, after season five, where it's like you officially left the island, that should have been like, okay, cool. Yep. He's continuing on. We don't need to go any farther than that. I think the Flash was the same way. It's like once you, I guess, he's hit officially hit his peak where he just sat there and. When a reverse flash tried to hit him, he smooth just dodged to the left. Like that was like it was the it wasn't even a dodge. It was more like it was more like a disrespectful look over the shoulder. Like how dare you hit me? It was that. It was that. It was, like. it was the same. He gave the same look Toby McGuire gave in the first Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> it was a slow motion. Like um, yes. So I, so that's why I'm just like you know some shows are just bound in and that's fine. But Flash, I think, is ran too long. Legends of Tomorrow, not even gonna talk about that because that's <laughs> at least they at least they get it. <laughs> Dude, Legend, at when, least when they, you start at making least they fun know of, they're the joke. They know oh yeah, when you start making fun of your own show and it's just like you don't it's like have fun. We you your show serves no purpose other than comical entertainment, knock yourselves out. Yeah. I was when like, you have, I, when you have an episode where Sarah comes on the ship and he's like, Oh yeah, Barry and Oliver called, and one of the other guys says. Oh, they probably just want us to cross over with them. It is like when you make yeah. a, the slide joke like that, and I'm like, yeah, it, it was such a tomorrow bust out was the DC version of the Power Rangers. Like <laughs> that's all it was. They was in a they was <laughs> they was in a giant spaceship. They had a Zordon. They had all that. <laughs> <laughs> they tried that same formula in the beginning too. They did. They really did. Try I, I, I gotta take formula. that one. I gotta take that one me on my podcast because I, I gotta say that one. <laughs> They are legends <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, Power Rangers. <laughs> they were the Power Rangers of DC. They started oh, because they, they had the rotating cast. Cool. They had the rotating <laughs> cast, which was really all of Flash villains at some point. Yeah, so, you know the and whole then, all Flash was all Flash villains. Yeah, yeah. like so you had the rotating cast, but once you started rotating out, like once you got away from Hawkwoman, they went. They were dark. They were the dark yeah. show for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like when they started when they got rid of uh Rip and, and Hawk Woman and then Kid Flash decides he wants to leave and do whatever and like and then you, you try know, to save uh, you try to save the season, you try to save your show with Constantine. It's like it I'm like, come on now. And eventually you guys are gonna run out of stuff. I mean, yeah, you had a nice little arc with Vandal Savage, you had 
Um, that was actually the best stuff. Was that was the Panda best Savage stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Savage Run, yeah. Savage Run was pretty good. I can't remember Neil McDonald's character. Uh, oh, uh, Damian Dark. Damian, Damian Dark. Dark. There we go. That yes. was also a good arc. So again, yeah. it's like you've had great arcs, but you know, like you said, like someone asked me, like, well, will you watch DC? I said, um, yeah. Do you watch Legends tomorrow? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm it was sorry. no I point. Don't. It was no point. You, when yeah. you don't have to have a time, which is good. You know, you can, mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow is something you can send down. You're like, you really don't need a jumping on point. After like, see, after after Captain Cold sacrifices himself, after that, it just kind of like doesn't that, make sense. That made me mad. I was like, really? So you I realize know, what makes it was. Like, you got, you got, you got, you got Captain Cold sacrificing himself. Heat Wave was dealing with that shit for the whole next season. <laughs> And I'm just like, I was like, why? Is this because my whole thing was okay, Rip sacrificed himself. Okay, I understand that. Okay, you want to make Sarah the captain. Okay, cool, I understand that. But Captain Cold and Heat Wave, I'm like, they kind of play off of each other. So if you try to take one without the other, it's just it was hard to do. It was hard yeah. to do. And in matter of fact, as a matter of fact, when they were ripping, you know, because they've acted in other shows together, they was a right. prison break together. So riffing off of each other i'm like this is some good stuff mm-hmm. and now you take the other it's like laverne and shirley you take you take shirley <laughs> out the equation it doesn't it's just laverne laverne got nothing. <laughs> that's a, i mean that's a, that was the one thing about legends i just i just couldn't stand it's like you had a good solid cast um and then you know you just the story was always the story was always going to be crazy i just accepted yeah. that the story was always going to be crazy there make any sense but what kept people watching was the cast and you know Cast and chemistry, they just they get they have to go hand in hand, otherwise the show, the lines, the jokes, nothing works. Right. And this is the reason why I think they have to go to such extremes, is because, well, you don't really have much of anything. It's it's it's, it's a show about nothing with superheroes. Well, lesser known superheroes, that is, but mm-hmm. and yet they keep getting renewed for every season. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the who's line, it's like the who's line is in any way of the DC universe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's why I believe it truly is. It is the whose line is it anyway of the DC Universe? Because, look, no yeah. offense to that show. I love that show. But it gets renewed every year. Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow gets renewed every year. Wait, how is this still happening? This is still a thing? Okay. It should not still be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I still remember Stephen Amell, like, when they had, like, I think it was their, it was before he, it was before uh, Oliver sacrificed himself. It was, I um, think it was the crossover prior to that. And they had the entire cast from what was it, all five shows? Yeah, at the time, and he put a post up like on IG, and it was he was like, "This is the most leather I've seen in one room." <laughs> <laughs> and when you sit back, because like it was the entire cast, they were taking the cast picture, and you had to laugh because it was like that is a lot of fucking leather. <laughs> That's a lot of damn. Leather. It smelled like a coat store in there. <laughs> I keep, ex- I keep expecting Peter to come around the corner like just yep. with paint cans at the ready, just ready right. on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just it, but Warner Brothers, I really don't think they have a true direction, but other than what's going on, like the HBO Max mm-hmm. run of things, is probably their smartest move. Now Absolutely. I you know, you know, Greg Z8's going next week, I'm going Monday to go see uh Batman. Now, mm-hmm. I have a lot of high hopes for this, you know, um, for several reasons. 
Okay. At, at first, at first response, hearing that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, I was just like, not, not diamonds. Almost, almost, <laughs> almost flipped the table over the same way I did when I found out Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. Yeah. I'm like, and Ben Affleck proved me wrong. Was like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, Affleck, ben Affleck, Affleck, me Affleck showed up. Affleck yeah, showed yeah. up. He showed, he showed up. Played, I will say this: Ben Affleck played up. He played a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I he think he could have been given. He could have been given a better shot at Batman, but I think he played a great. I mean, he although he although his scene role. in 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 although his scene in BVS where he mm-hmm. goes in to save Martha, mm-hmm. that whole scene that was a dope ass scene. I I I'm like Batman body count is so crazy. <laughs> Snyder when Batman he when he grappled when he grappled gun. When he grappled, and no kill who got thrown out the window in that scene. I'm sorry, yeah. ain't nobody alive in that scene. Yeah, when no. he grappled guns the crate and just yanks it and not, I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'm well, like, that no, that no kill rule got thrown Man, out that everybody scene. Everybody died. If you met You're Batman, right. if you was a villain in that movie and met Batman, you are now in villain heaven. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because my dude was way too. I'm like, he, you can get it, you get it. He was ripped, he was grizzled. Mm-hmm. He's seen. He's war ridden. He's yeah. Like like yeah. you see, the Batmobile him. had guns on it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the Batmobile. The Batmobile looked like. Well, the Batmobile looked like exactly what we thought it would be. You know, when it's a little bit more updated. Not yeah. to knock the Tumbler because that's still one of my three top favorite Batman vehicles right. out there. But but no, I mean, I, I give it for Ben Affleck. He was a great Batman. But I'm with y'all. When I first saw Robert Patterson, uh, Robert Pattinson got. I was like. The, the twinkling, sparkling vampire? Yeah. I'm like, really? What's, it, what's he going to do? Man, even like in his first interview, though. he was like, oh, shit, I'm Batman? Like, I got the part? Right. Like, even he was shocked. <laughs> but but this see, is it, it, took, it took him to say, it took him to say, because, I, you know, I've seen him in other stuff, and he's actually a really good actor. Oh, yeah. And, very- and when finding out that, like, he really didn't enjoy the way he had to, the way they made him play the vampire, Right, and he was just right. like, I just did not enjoy that, and I'm like, okay, okay thank God, because it's not, it wasn't just me, because I, good Lord, yeah, <laughs> I was like, because this shit ain't working for me. I'm like, you cancel with Buffy and Angel, and you give me this shit. I was mad, you know. <laughs> so, and the fact that it was such a phenomenon, though, like, right? Yeah, the Twilight like, Run was crazy. Me, me and my I, son were pissed, and I felt <laughs> so bad for him because it's his wife. It's his wife now, but at the time, it was his girlfriend. And she was like, after the second one, he was like, he came home. He's like, Dad, I'm like, yeah, I know, I, I can't watch Dang. this shit. <laughs> and then he was just like, he he meets his girlfriend, and she's dragging him to the things. And I'm like, gotta see it through, my boy. <laughs> I, I can say that. My girl dragged me to every single one. My ex, yeah, my ex dragged me to every single one of them at the time. See, my fiance is trying to get me to watch a marathon of it, and knock on wood, I've been able to avoid it a this marathon. Fall. She Ooh. wants she she wants me to sit down and watch all of them. And I'm like, now because I love her to death, I'll sit down and watch it with them. I'll make it fun for me. I any movie, <laughs> any movie that I any movie that I don't have an interest in, I'm gonna make it fun for myself to watch because I'm gonna be looking you at say, this. Why like, the man. hell is Will I Am in this shit? I don't understand. <laughs> I'll be sitting there thinking to myself that that one scene where they're all eating dinner and, and it looks like it's bright sunlight outside. I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, wait. Explain this. <laughs> You're vampires. It's sunlight. You have open windows. So all I they, like do, that's all they do is twinkle. That's it. That's all it is. 
We can't go in the sun. Why? Because you're burned? No, because no, we twinkle. We twinkle. I'm like, no, come on, man. <laughs> okay, so there's a chandelier. What's your point? <laughs> right. So like, I'm actually, I'm like, I'm super interested in what Matt Reeves is doing with this, this mm-hmm. world, uh, this Gotham. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That the the sun is you know what I'm saying? Version of, of the Riddler. And we, we get this this year one it. Batman. You know yeah. Get, yes, yeah. yeah. We get this year one, year two-ish Batman. Yeah. Get, he has a death wish. It makes sense because in one of the scenes, he's literally walking into gunfire, which we right. never see him do. And, that and it's cool. like, that makes sense. I it get did. it. You know, when they say, oh, Robert Pattinson is working out, I get it now. Yeah. I see why. Because this is year one. He wouldn't need to be the beefed up Ben Affleck version he's not there yet he, right he's and i'm learning to solve crimes like we've never gotten that and that's what'll make it work that to me yeah. is why i think that's why i think that'll make it work just because right. like you said it's a year one you see the batmobile i mean well let's be honest it's nothing it, it's literally it's got i love the fact that <laughs> like it's got an afterburner engine on the back yeah. of the arrow but that's just me i i was like i know a jet engine when i see one it's like arm your car with work. a jet engine <laughs> when he that scene they showed in that trailer, and he's chasing Penguin. By by the way, Colin Farrell, great fucking job with the prosthetics. Yes. With that team, good lord. Because uh, when they said this is Colin Farrell, I said, no, I was like, no, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. And then he looked really good at the picture. I'm like, damn, it is. And nobody on the set knew. Right. They were like, this ain't Colin Farrell's here, and he's probably sitting there there and just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's me. But I, that I, scene they show where, uh. Whatever they're in the car is obviously a car chase, mm-hmm. and Penguin's like, ah, I got you because it's an explosion and everything. And yeah. he comes flying through there, and I'm like, with the score playing in the background, I'm yes. like, this is what we've been looking for. <laughs> we need, and there's that. and that's why, and that's why I love it's a darker story. It's a darker story, but it's a story that I, you know, it's like I said before, it doesn't have to be an origin story, which I'm glad it's not right. because they have, they have, they have. Stress that very heavily that this is not an origin story. That, that we're just telling this is just Batman be you know tracing who he is, that he's that he's flawed, because we can tell that because the fact of the matter that he literally that first we all saw the trailer along what three years ago, yeah. where of course the whole I am Vengeance trailer, where he just comes up and just beats the dude he's down. Just, not out that guy. Right. And just the whole <laughs> I am Vengeance. I'm like, and yeah, he paused on he paused for a minute and it was like, oh no, he ain't dead yet. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'm gonna yeah, go see this movie now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Unrefined Batman. This is not this is not the Batman's gonna ask you questions that as he this is the Batman's gonna beat the crap out of you for 10 minutes and be like, now I'm gonna ask you questions as he's, you sit there. Just, he's, he's he's literally the he's literally the meme that everybody talks about. He's like, right. I was just stealing to feed my baby, and you broke my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right about Colin Farrell. I love the fact that the prosthetics that they use for him. The only the only caveat I think they want to do, and I hope they get to do it, is that. I want to see, and this, this is just me being picky. I would love to see a stogie on him, a, a penguin smoking stogie, even yeah. though he doesn't do it in the comics. In the comics, it's more like the French cigarette, you know, the long yeah. stick at the end. Right. Yeah. But I was like, what'll make the, the way he looks? I can see a I can see a cigar or stogie. It would be more, it would be more close to how penguin was in um in the Arkham series games. Yeah. 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 He was that, cigar. Yes. He was, he yeah. Was cigar. Yeah. That, that fits would, the bill, which I love that fucking series. That would oh the Arkham series. Oh, it's, oh god, I, I can't. Knight, wait Arkham Knight got on my nerves because it was more Batmobile than anything else in the game. 
But well, see, for a change, <laughs> something we always want to do anyway. Yeah, you got to drive the Batmobile around in some strange places. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but it was like, now nah, I can't complete this mission without the goddamn Batmobile. Like, come yeah. on, come give me but some slack, man. Like, Ar- Ar- Arkham Knight was one of my Arkham Knight was my favorite, but then again, so was Arkham Origins with the fight with Deathstroke. No, the like, Deathstroke fight is probably the best mm-hmm. boss battle in the whole Arkham series. That baby man was crazy. Like, I would go, I would go do that fight right now if I could. <laughs> oh, no, I I remember, somebody, somebody, it made me think because somebody put something up on Twitter earlier, mm-hmm. and it was when he, it was the Killer Croc Easter egg, and I remember playing it the first time, and I'm like, I'm like, I gotta hit, I gotta take the butt batarang and hit this button on the side. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, took me a couple tries because I had to find out where the damn button was at. Right. Finally got it, and Croc jumped. I jumped. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, wasn't expecting that." Hold on, I was like, "I gotta fight this son bitch." Yep. <laughs> like, but yeah, the Deathstroke scene, Arkham City, the fact that it went straight open world was perfect. Like, yeah, that's why it's still my my favorite of the series now. Yeah, because I mean, Rock being up. I remember even like thinking about it. I remember where exactly where I was in time when that game came out. My mm-hmm. wife comes home every. She was coming home every day. Like, oh, I gotta go downstairs. I'm like, yeah, because I'm playing this game. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to this television because I'm playing this game. I'm playing um, it in the bedroom. Go watch Toto in the living room. So, see, that's why I couldn't do it. See, that's the way I am with games. That's why I'm like, I, I'm gonna have to put up a TV somewhere and be like, you know what? You can watch TV, so you can watch shows right here, honey. I'm gonna be right next to you. Headphones right. gonna be on. <laughs> I'm right here. Tap, like, huh? tap me if you need me. Huh? Tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> I said, tap me on the shoulder or stand right in front of me if you need my attention. But I'm gonna be right here. So, but no, I was. Uh, oh God, Arkham City. May I was so ready. I was trying to beat that game in less than a day when I had it. Mm-hmm. I literally took off work to try to beat that game. <laughs> You said, I'm like, no do I feel like pausing this right now at the save point? Because I don't want to cut it off right now. Because I'm like, I know I'm going to wake up early in the morning before I go to work and just like, mm-hmm. let me crush this out right quick. I'll be See, refreshed. <laughs> I'll be yeah, refreshed. I, I, they loaded so much into it, man, from the Riddler challenges to all, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my yes. God. I'm, do you know I still have Riddler challenges I haven't touched? Because I'm oh, like, I got annoyed. This, <laughs> This shit's amazing. I was like, I'm not even mad at it. You know <laughs> that 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 whole cutscene where Riddler. I see that's the reason I had it big because you know I will give it to Rocksteady on this. The fact that you have the Riddler just pretty much insulting you, saying the world's greatest detective could not figure out a simple riddle. Right? Maybe I give you too much credit, Batman. I'm like, the uh, fuck, fuck you. You were fucking bored. Like anytime you die, like just say you went up against Joker or some shit and you die. Joker standing yeah. over your body talking shit, like. <laughs> What you gonna like, do, nah, Batman? Said, like, what's yeah, up? Like, yeah, we all and as, as gamers, you all do, like you know what? I took that. I, I, I was tired. I was tired. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get this other second week. Right. Like, let me get a bottle of water or something. Shoot, I took the Michael Jordan route. I took that personally. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Hold on, bro. And I took that personally. You know? I said, you know what? Yeah, I gotta be at work in two hours, but you know what? I'm gonna get this last one. Right. <laughs> Oh, there have been plenty of times I have sat there and played. I uh, played. I, I remember one time I was playing Arkham Knight when they first came out. And the reason why I know that, you know, as gamers, we don't think about time because this always sticks with me. I played. I, went, I remember when I went to GameStop when I used to like going there. Got my game, came home. 
it was exactly 7.35 p.m. I can swear only five, only five to ten minutes had passed. Eventually, I had to, eventually my stomach was hurting. I was like, okay, I need to go eat something. I pause the game. I go to my kitchen. I open the blinds. Sunlight comes in. I was like, <laughs> what the? I the clock. The clock says 7.37 a.m. I cannot account for what has happened in eight hours. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, I'm thinking myself, that's, that, that's, that, uh, that's like that one TikTok video. You'd be like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> I was like, never, never, was never, did I go to, never did I go to never did I go into work just sitting there saying, How was how was last night? I was up, five minutes have passed, and I'm here. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And all I'm <laughs> thinking about is like, I'm gonna beat this shit when I get to the house. I'm gonna oh. <laughs> Oh, so I got stop getting gas, get something to eat. I'm just yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, when I wasn't when I wasn't working out, shh, woo. It, it was you want to talk about you want to talk about having video games on the brain. That was me, just yeah, just trying Arkham, to Arkham trying City. To think of that part. Yeah, Arkham City was such a great game, and, and it like, I'm just like, it stay it's it still it still holds up. It still holds. Rockstar oh, yeah. really put their foot in that one. I'd, I'd love to see. I would like to see what this Gotham this Gotham Knights is going to be all about. Or this uh, as long as yeah. as long as it's done right. The only thing I ask is that you no. Know, I mean, let's be honest. Most games that are being put out are going to have some bugs, but I'd mm-hmm. rather it be as polished as humanly possible. That's why uh, with Gotham Knights, I think they said they pushed it back to twenty twenty three. I think. Yeah, they pushed it back. Yeah, so I'm like, I can live with that. I'm good with that. I mean, yeah, wait, heck, we're we're we're, we're we're on the tail end of a pandemic. We've had so much shit pushed back. Right. <laughs> like we're we're kind of used to it at this point. Right. I'm like, I play. I mean, I'm gonna be wrong. I waited ten years to play Final Fantasy Part One. I'm still waiting for the other three parts. <laughs> so I'm like, we can wait ten years for that. I'll wait another yeah. year. <laughs> well, uh, we're closing out. Mm-hmm. This was some great stuff. Recapping. Peacemaker talking DC, talking Warner Brothers. We needed this. Yeah. Uh, so glad, so glad that they got renewed for a second season. So uh, we're gonna start with Will. Will, where can everybody find you? Um, well, you can definitely find me on my IG, Blackbox447, um, where you can usually find me at. I usually post uh, a lot of things there: movie reviews, video game reviews, television reviews, a lot of gym stuff because I just try to do a couple push-ups. I try. Sometimes I fail. <laughs> Sometimes I fail. I still get on video. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I do have my link up there because I do have a podcast, uh, especially of my video game podcast called the Get Bit Podcast. So hopefully I'd like to have you guys open invitations to have you on there one day along oh, with me and my buddy Joe because we do uh, cover a lot of things there. And uh, yeah, and uh, the podcast I cover just in different areas, but definitely check me out. All right. Crazy. Yeah. So it's your boy Crazy Ain't the Great. Um, you can find me on Instagram and pretty much every social media platform at crazy, the number eight, T-H-E, great. It's only one of me. You can't get another. Um, if you're in the Cleveland area Saturday, I am performing at one of the biggest festivals of the year, Bright Winter Fest, downtown Cleveland in the flats. Come see me live. Rock out for the festival crowd. Tickets is five bucks online. Go to Bright Winter um instagram page click the link in their bio brightwinter.com brightwinterfest.com tickets five bucks come see your boy yeah nice ah chris fury here finishing out this thing you can go check out the link tree go to blurred's eye view on the ig page all one word we got the link tree get you all the links because you can find me there you can also find me at chris.fury1 on ig chris fury1 on tiktok i drop motivational mondays 
bunch of geeky nerdy stuff right now i'm in the middle of doing cartoon theme songs that stay that live written written free in your head so check that out uh i'll probably be posting one i gotta post like two or three more of them because that series is going to be going on for a while uh <laughs> but yeah as i do with every show uh as you know blurred's eye view just finished their sixth season but i'm still doing furious reacts and reviews on thursdays but you can always check us out on iHeartRadio and everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can go to the YouTube channel and check us out there because we always cutting up. And as always, with all blurs, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank Will for coming in. I want to thank Crazy Ape for coming on, talking Peacemaker with me. And remember to always entertain yourself and others, educate yourself and others, and always, always encourage yourself and others. And on, on that note, we are out of here.